0: Franklin once said in wine there is wisdom in beer there is freedom and in water
1: there's bacteria no bacteria here this is on the back bar
2: on the
0: back bar is your gateway to talking to the people behind the scenes at bars distilleries and vineyards around the world We'll talk to the experts in the industry about future trends, people, spirits, cocktails, wine, and everything else. So kick your feet up, pour your favorite drink, and hang out on the back bar. This is Christopher Menning.
1: Okay, hi guys, how are we doing? We've got David and Ham from Singapore talking about Pisco Nights right now. Uh, guys, I'm really excited to have you on the show. Um, what's been going on in Singapore before we jump into Peruvian Pisco? Obviously, Pisco Sours and I think uh, about the elevator and bar stories. But tell me about Singapore. How's life right now? Things back to normal?
0: Things are things are getting back to more normal. This is uh, Dave. I'm from Bar Stories. Um, and and we're we're happy we're happy to see people coming back to the bars people partying, um, we have a lot of tourists now as
1: well so that's been good. Fantastic, and this is the third edition of Pisco Nights, right? I believe so. I I think I've done quite a few so. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Well, Dave, do you want to start firstly with the Elephant Room and tell us about um, maybe the bar concept itself? And then we can go a bit more into uh, your inspiration behind your Pisco cocktail. And then we'll move on to Han and maybe a bit more about Singapore and the cocktail culture right now.
0: So for Bar Stories, um, we've been around for about 12 years now. Um, so been around for some time. The, the thing about Bar Stories is we don't have a menu. So people come in and they, they we talk to them and we kind of find out what they want, and then we 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 craft a cocktail for them, yeah. And it, so so it's it's always been, you know, no one ever says make me a cocktail with pisco until we say something, and then they're like, oh, what's pisco? And then they're like, we say it's like a have you had a pisco sour? Everyone has had a pisco sour. But not a lot of people know about Pisco, mm-hmm. which, is, which is quite strange.
1: And in terms of the menu, how does that work with no menu? Like, what are the type of questions you ask?
0: So we'll generally ask them to kind of describe flavors first. What kind of flavors do they like? And it, I would ask them to point me in a general direction. And then, you know, they like something sweet, they like something sour. I mean, it can be anything. And then we'll have a conversation and we'll narrow it down. Mm. so so it it's it's it can be difficult at times but but it's it's also fun every 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 guess is is a challenge every guess is you know you really have to be creative
1: yeah i can imagine i can imagine and um what about the elephant room now i'm assuming you guys do have a menu (laughs) Yes, I've actually do. been following you guys for a while. It's a pretty cool bar. I love the concept. Never been myself, so I have to go very soon. But what's um what's been going on there?
2: Not too so bad, like Dave, Dave mentioned, we have you know a lot of tourists have been coming to Singapore, particularly tourists that come to Singapore to visit bars. Yeah, we have been seeing quite a lot from Asia, from Europe. So it's a good thing for us, but in another way we are losing more of locals due to the travellings but yeah give and take not too bad for the business
1: that's good that's good and obviously pisco we all know the pisco sour like you said um but pisco is quite a unique uh has a unique characteristic so in terms of making cocktails um you know how do you guys utilize it this time uh, what would you recommend and maybe we can talk about your cocktails as well
2: yeah so the so back in the elephant room so we are a bar that you know that inspired by Indian culture, Indian spices. So, and we are the only bar in Singapore that I'll say that we only carry Indian spirits. So, pisco is something out of our way. So it's always great to have this kind of fresh spirits for us to work with. Uh, I haven't worked with pisco for a very very long time. So, given that pisco, given the chance of pisco night, we get to get to R&D some stuff, get to learn about what's Pisco, what's unique about it, then we can play along with our spices that we have in the Elephant Room. So,
1: yeah, it's been amazing. <laughs> Good. So um, in terms of the particular cocktail, the Pisco Sour, have you made any sort of um, rendition on it? Is there any sort of twist you've got? You said about Indian spices, but what in particular?
2: Um, We talk about because our new menu has been inspired by Indian diaspora. So this basically is Indians around the world. So we, I mean, we got common spices of Indian spices, like cinnamon, clove, star anise, cardamom. Uh, during the R&D process, uh, we didn't make any renditions of Pisco Sour. Want to create something more unique, that is something stand out like a, what people has been drinking about Pisco, Pisco Sour. So yeah, we try to do something different, We, especially when you know pisco is distilled out of grapes. want to, want to enhance it more, so that's why we use, we use ghee, because when you taste pisco, it has this very unique aroma to it, a bit velvety when you taste it. That's like the same profile to the ghee, that's why we fat wash it, it's basically infuse it with ghee and curry leaf. Now ghee and curry leaf are common ingredients that are used in Indian cooking everyone uses it and curry leaf gives a bit of smoky notes to it it's kind of enhanced the pisco taste something different from what people have been tasting about pure pisco it's still a good spirits after all but i feel like what we have done we have enhanced the flavor a bit of pomegranate in our cocktail we kind of uh, bring a bit of fruitiness tartness to balance out the the whole velvety taste of pisco i think it goes well pretty well it's that after all, it's like a martini-style cocktail, simple, elegance.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, it sounds amazing. Uh, I mean, the fat washing itself is a, a pretty unique technique, but um, I'm sure it pairs really well with the Pisco itself. So, Dave, how about yourself? What have you been doing with the Pisco and how have you experimented with it?
0: Um, I mean, at, at Bar Stories, I, I, I love tiki cocktails. Um, that, that's my, my favourite genre of cocktails. We, we have a variation of a pisco sour that, that I like to do, um, but we use fresh passion fruit and we actually we juice it ourselves. Um, there's rosemary in there that we shake up with it, lemon, and then we, we, we burn um, rosemary when, when we serve it. So it's, it's dramatic. There's that, that element of aroma which adds to the complexity of, of, of the taste. Um, but for pisco nights, we wanted to do a cocktail that was totally different um, than a pisco sour, right? Um, and I was actually at a Korean restaurant, and we we're having, you know, we we're having barbecued meats and stuff like that. And then I tried champagne magoli for the first time. I was actually telling Han, I don't really get out much, unfortunately. <laughs> but, but 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 yeah, we tried this champagne magoli it was, I loved it. Um, and, and this was actually kind of slightly before they approached us to do, um, Pisco nights, but I was actually thinking, you know, this would be great if we used Pisco for a base, um, because I wanted a little bit more alcohol content in there as well. Um, and we eventually for, for Pisco nights, we eventually paired it with, so we, we started with the Pisco, um, of the Quabrenta grape as uh, it's a little bit more versatile, a little bit drier. Um, and then we had that champagne Magoli as a modifier and we had this really nice artisanal Japanese lychee liqueur. So it's, it's not like other lychee liqueurs that taste very artificial. It's a very real, um, vibrant uh, tasting lychee liqueur. Mm. Um, and you have a little bit of acidity from the Magoli and, and, like Hans said, you have you have kind of like that earthy, heady notes from the the pisco, and it. it it just paired beautifully together. It started out as an experiment, uh, and then when I tried it, I was like, wow, this is this is really really good. So then
1: it sounds. So it, then yeah. we,
0: we, we we went we went with that.
1: And um, you know, why is the pisco sour such an easy cocktail, an iconic cocktail as well, but easy to sort of um, play around with? Because there are many things you can do with a sour. Uh, pisco is quite an interest the spirit itself, but Um, if people are sort of wanting to start adapting the cocktail, where would you recommend to start?
0: I mean, we, so like I told you, we don't have a, a, a menu at Barstow. So we, we continually have to create cocktails. And what I actually tell my guys is we start off with the golden ratio, which is basically a sour. It could be one and a half ounces of base spirit, three quarters of a sweetening agent, three quarters of a souring agent, um, and then you can mix and match as you go along. So a, a pisco sour is exactly that. Um, you have pisco as that base. Lime, sugar, um, you have a dash of bitters in there. But then you could, you could add different sweeteners instead of sugar. It could be honey. It could be like a lemongrass syrup. Um, and the thing with pisco is that it's such... Um, it, it gives you versatility... But at the same time character as well and that's what i love about pisco um and then with that with that with that golden ratio that template of a sour you could do an almost an infinite variation of cocktails
1: mm, agreed agreed han i mean um i, I guess you agree yourself but what about using spices and, and how would you recommend people to uh, to firstly approach spices and maybe some techniques that you can uh, that you can do at home for for people
2: who want to try i really recommend pisco to fat wash with ghee something you can do at home just get a mason jar get a piece bottle of pisco any pisco is fine just pour a bit of ghee inside and just let it sous vide for a while just let it slow cook until it infuses all nicely then you just put it in the freezer overnight so that's the base of it right that's like a mother sauce in cooking so when you when you froze it, before you freeze it, you want to do something different. You can add spices into it, infuse it together. You don't want to infuse it to extract too much flavor from the spices. It will distract the flavor of pisco. So that's what I recommend to start with if you want to do it at home. With You can just make that and then it's like a base of a customized pisco to your liking. You can do a pisco sour out of it. Like Dave mentioned, golden ratio is fine. You like something more sour? Just lower down the sweetness. You like something more sweet, you know, just bump up the sweetness.
1: Yep, sounds very good. And in terms of the elephant room, um, you know, what typical spices do you use? Because obviously, um, you said very heavily Indian inspired. But um, what in particular? Are we talking a lot of uh, cinnamon, cumin, or I mean, what's the what spirit? What spices do you use mostly often in the bar? Uh.
2: To be honest, we don't use much of a like a common spices that people Mm. think about. Like in our menu itself, we use spices that is unique, that is never heard of. For example, you got you know everyone knows tamarind. What's a tamarind like? You know, Indian has their own tamarind. It's totally different. It has other than sour, it got smokiness out of it. But for typical spices, cinnamon, star anise, clove we have it in one of our cocktail, which is the old drink that we created a long time ago. So using, I mean, everyone has a knowledge about what spices, what's the taste profile of it. So we kind of push our boundaries to itself. We try to find unique spices. We share it with everyone, then everyone will work along with it. Yeah.
1: Mm. OK, noted on that. And um, in terms of the Singapore bar scene, has that sort of bounced back pretty well? I'm, I know we talked about tourism earlier, but um, uh, are we seeing sort of a massive revival? Uh,
0: from from COVID times?
1: Yes, yeah.
0: A- actually, during COVID, um, w- when it wasn't on lockdown... Uh, the bar scene was booming. <laughs> it was actually uh, uh, because no no one could travel, right? No one no one could could spend their money any, anywhere else. Um, because of that, ten we had a ten thirty rule where you can't um, consume alcohol after ten thirty. So so a lot of people would just go to bars, have dinner, and then stay till there. So 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 we we actually had very good business during. Um, that kind of COVID period, well, when it wasn't in lockdown, when when it was in lockdown, then then it was it was tough. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs>
1: mm. yeah. And tourism, have you seen it coming back quite, quite good?
0: Yeah, it has. Uh, we're actually in in kind of like this Haji Lane area. It's it's actually it used to be a very touristy spot, so it was it was very weird not seeing tourists during that, that um period but but we, we see so many of them now hmm. um it's, it's very comforting to see uh, tourism coming back
1: yeah we've we've had a lot of singaporeans over here in bangkok <laughs> it's yes <laughs>
0: yes i i see it on instagram all the time all my friends and all all the bar people going to
1: bangkok <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so in terms of um you know what's been going on with Pisco nights, and um, you know, I guess celebrating Peru's diversity. Um, how long are you running the cocktail for? How can people order it? You know, what do they need to do to come find it?
0: It's it's uh, for the month of November. So, ironically, that's that's the only menu we have at bar stores because we don't have a menu, but we have <laughs> we have this one cocktail there, so they can just order the cocktail um, from us. We call it the Ivory Tower. That's the one with with. The pisco the champagne Margoli, and and um like you in there
1: mm. and for the elephant room
2: yeah so uh our bar has a menu so the pisco night will go on until end the month month long so our cocktail is called redefined so we want to why redefine because uh, everyone notices as the bar that inspired by indian spices indian spirits so it's it's a it's a very rare opportunity for us to work with pisco so i want to redefine what elephant is and also we created a cocktail called redefine it's a re- redefinition of martini so it's a very simple and elegant drinks as mentioned you can order it anytime you want when
1: the bar is open amazing guys well it sounds amazing um great to talk to you both today um, really looking forward to coming to singapore very soon and um hopefully i can still try your uh, your ghee, fat-washed pisco, <laughs> if you still got some left. Yeah. Um, but guys, I, I mean, um, anything planned for for maybe the rest of the year or next year as well? Any big events coming, or uh, do you plan to travel yourself?
0: I I'm going to Japan in December, um, so very excited about that. I was supposed to go just before COVID hit, but then then COVID hit, and then we had to cancel that. So this is this has been years in the making. So really happy to
1: go to Japan that sounds great han any plans for yourself i would like to go to japan honestly
2: myself i don't have any much plan for traveling we've uh we've been traveling with the bar ever since the border opened. me personally i went to bangkok twice yeah so i guess for the business wise we are focused on ourselves now focusing on new menus coming up and personally not any
1: traveling soon noted okay guys well thank you for joining the show pleasure to host you and uh yeah for everyone listening go check out the elephant room and go check out a peruvian pisco sour definitely go to oh dave sorry from the bar stories thank you so much for listening to the show guys uh, we are available on spotify itunes and all other major podcast providers your support helps my show grow and i love you for listening so thank you so much If you want to be a part of it even more, please look at the show notes. You can find links to our Facebook group, The Beverage Network. You can also find links to my Patreon page where you can help the show grow even further with small donations. And you can also find my email where you can reach me anytime with any questions. You guys are amazing. I love this industry. Let's keep it growing. Thank you for listening to On The Bat Bar.